Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll be talking about it right here on Locked On Kentucky. This edition of the show, we are going to be talking with Kyle Tucker, as usual. A really fun time uh, had here. I got to talk to Kyle when I was guest hosting Cameron Mills Radio. That's Cameron Mills' show. He hit a famous shot in 1998, which, hey, I'm recording this Sunday night, Tubby Smith's birthday. All those things fit together really, really nicely. So there you go. Happy birthday, Tubby Smith. Thank you, Cameron Mills, for letting me host your show um, and, and talk to Kyle Tucker on it. Um, so uh, let's, without further ado, jump into the conversation. We Today we talked to Kyle about, obviously, some of the NBA stuff, uh, Nafale Dante, um, and where John Calipari is out recruiting. Kyle, uh, have you also joined the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> I wish. I wish I was like even the marginal NBA player as I look at all these contract figures that are coming out. This is what a time to be an NBA uh, an NBA player. Well, let's let's start there, I guess, because um, you know there's two two UK guys that have now reportedly signed contracts. Uh, Nerlens Noel heading back to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Julius Randle is heading to the Knicks. Thoughts on those signings and where those guys are going to? Well, the Knicks are a dumpster fire, so I feel bad for Julius Randle and Kevin Knox, two uh, Kentucky guys that uh, we both covered here. Um, They completely struck out on their top targets, and uh, Julius is a nice pickup. I mean, as... as, uh, sort of plan B's go. He's a very good player. He had a, a career year, but uh, they've basically seen their uh, crosstown rivals load up on two max guys, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and become, I would guess, uh, are they the favorite? Are the, are the Nets the favorite in the East now? I guess they are. Well, um, um, I let me think. I don't know if they are yet because I mean, I guess of it, dep- it depends on what happens with Kawhi Leonard, obviously. But Yeah, that's true. Plus, in theory, Philly could still be um, uh, a top contender if you know if they re-sign everybody because you know they were I mean a shot away from going to overtime with the eventual champions so yeah uh, it's well, up in and, the air but and speaking of speaking of crazy contracts and to your point about Philadelphia Tobias Harris has apparently agreed to a let me see here five year one hundred and eighty million dollar deal to return to Philadelphia that's a lot of money. Tobias Harris got 180, and another guy Kentucky fans are familiar with, Terry Rozier, signed a three-year, what was it, 58 million dollar deal with the Charlotte Hornets, so almost 20 million a year for Terry Rozier. Yeah, they played. Uh, uh, they they good was, player. I think they dramatically overpaid for him. They did. Uh, they did like the the cup game where they just moved point guards around between those three teams: Charlotte, Boston, and and New Jersey, right? Uh, I don't know. Did who did Boston end up with? Did they get one of those guys? They got Kimba, right? Wait, who did? Who? Yeah. So Rozier goes to Charlotte. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just played a yeah. big switching game. Yeah, it's moving so fast. I'm losing track of guys, and I'm like scrolling, scrolling, waiting to see if there's any Kawhi Leonard news. I don't think there is. I haven't seen it. Well, no, actually, it's it's a done deal. That you haven't seen this, Ricky Ricky Davis. Um reported after his uh, Big 3 game today that he's already signed with the Lakers. Former NBA... <laughs> yes, former NBA star Ricky Davis. 
Okay. Uh, I don't think that that has been confirmed by anyone outside of Ricky Davis, but there you go. there's there's somebody who reported it. So there's some news, Kyle. I don't know if you want to believe it or not, but um, anyway, I'll wait for I'll wait for Shams or Woj on this one. <laughs> what did? Uh, how weird is it that Nerlens Noel is going back to Oklahoma City? I think that was a pretty big surprise. Uh, our buddy. Um, Brett Dawson, who covers the Thunder and used to cover Kentucky, um, I think was pretty skeptical. I think everybody was pretty skeptical that he would come back uh, to the Thunder. One, I, I didn't see what the number was for. I haven't seen it yet either. Um, I don't. I don't think it's been released. So, like either either the Thunder paid more than anybody thought they would pay him, or he wanted to stay in OKC and took a pretty low number. So I, I, that's interesting. I thought there was some buzz that he may end up out in LA. Uh, with Anthony Davis and LeBron, uh, the Julius Randle deal, by the way, three years, sixty-three million dollars. Another guy getting paid, uh, so more than twenty million, twenty-one exactly twenty-one million per year. So um, a nice payday for Julius Randle. I think that'll put him probably push him at, towards or over the hundred million career mark. Have you got the latest figure on Calipari's total? <laughs> Player no, earnings. but I'm sure they'll have their little ticker updated soon. It's <laughs> over. It's over two billion. Coming up next is that Nefale Dante talk uh, with Kyle. So stay tuned. But before that, it's time to tell you guys once again about Twillery. If you go to Twillery.com/slash/lockedon and use the promo code LockedOn, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, you get twenty-five dollars off your order. Shirts shouldn't wrinkle, itch, or sweat. It's 2019, guys. Twillery makes stocking. Your closet, super easy and simple, affordable, and the perfect fit is guaranteed. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle four or more. Plus, they got free shipping and returns. Try some Twills risk-free. After all, feeling is believing. Visit twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on to get $25 off your order. That's T-W-I-L-L-O-R-Y dot com slash locked on. You are locked on Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, already, so <laughs> yeah. you're sitting pretty, pretty good in the uh, all-time contracts department. The other thing I do want to discuss with you um, is the fact that there's been some some recruiting. It's not really movement, Kyle, but I, you know it's in this ever evolving re, possible reclassification and, and these kind of things. You got a chance to talk to um, some people associated with Nafale Dante, uh, his ha, uh, one of his host parents over here, and and his AAU coach. You wrote about it on the Athletic. What did you kind of glean from talking to them? Uh, just that. Uh, they're very high on Kentucky, on Kenny Payne in particular. Um, the AAU coach, I was, uh, I mean, you couldn't write much more of a, a sort of recruiting uh, uh, promo than what he gave for uh, Kenny Payne in particular. Um, he was uh, the, well, I guess not the coach, he's the team director of MoCan Elite, um, a team that um, Willie Cauley Stein played for. Um, and they were just—he just raved about how um, you know Kentucky and Kenny Payne developed Willie. Obviously, everybody kind of knows Willie's story. He was ranked, I think, the 47th uh, best recruit in the, his high school class. Uh, was certainly on no one's one-and-done radar. Was a little bit of a project. 
And by the time he left Kentucky three years later, uh, he was the six, number six pick in the uh, draft and has become a, a productive starting NBA player. Um, and, and the way that the AAU director and Folly Dante's and Willie Cauley-Stein's mutual AAU director described um, how he was handled at Kentucky and the experience he had with Kenny, uh, I thought was, uh, you know, certainly has to give people some hope. Uh, you know, all the all the people that are sort of really plugged in recruiting people that I've talked to on a national level feel like it's going to be LSU or Oregon. Um, although Evan Daniels tweeted the other day that he thought Kentucky would be in a good spot if he does go to college, and that if is the other piece of it. He could go play overseas, and so you know, there's a lot of competing um, parties for in Folly Dante. Um, Oregon, LSU, or go overseas. I think those are probably the most likely scenarios if it's not Kentucky. But if, I think if you if you read that story, and hopefully people will on the Athletic, um, talking to both his host mother and this AAU team director, I mean they they certainly said all the things you would want to hear from uh, from people in his camp about you know how serious. Kentucky is as a player to get him. And there's also the fact that he's only officially visited two schools, that is Oregon and LSU. He's taken an unofficial visit to uh, Iowa State. That Kentucky would get his third, you know, there's not a lot of schools that are that involved with him. And so to get him here for two or three days, I think, was a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, obviously when you're on campus, that's that means that both parties are serious uh, about the recruitment. I don't know, you probably haven't had a chance to catch up on any of how that went uh, over the end of last week, have you? I have not yet. Um, I reached out but haven't heard anything back yet. Um, But, you know, they have a lot to sell, too, because if he does, the other thing is while he, I think he put out, like, oh, I'm going to stay in 2019, no one in his, his camp, Seem to say it was think it was that uh, definitive, and in fact, most people I I know are, that are familiar with him are are fairly confident he'll go 2019. Um, and both the host mother and the AAU team director said that it's really about academics because you know again this is a guy who came to the United States about four years ago. English is his second language. There's a lot of things to sort of square away academically to make sure he can do that to reclassify and go to college in, in August. Um, but if he does go 2019, Kentucky, we've talked about this, Kentucky has a pressing need for a big man. Uh, not a desperate need because they have three guys, and two of them are former McDonald's All-Americans. One of them is a, a proven Division One player and Nate Sestina grad transfer. But for depth purposes, for practice purposes, for foul trouble purposes, all of that um, – they could really ideally use one more guy. Four guys in the front court is not too many. It gives you a two deep. Uh, and so they have that to sell, and they, you know, you could sell pretty reasonably sell that, you know, hey, we think you could be a missing piece to compete for a national title. And I think that's what they were trying to sell Kerry Blackshear, and he went to Florida. So uh, this is their pretty much it. I, I think this is it. This is the only other option out there. If Infali Dante goes somewhere other than Kentucky, I think they're done and their roster is done. Now, I'll probably be proven wrong because they'll pull some rabbit out of their hat, but I think this is the last option for them to add anybody for this season. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, but yeah, you never know anymore. Some, there's more surprises than we know. Uh, real quick, uh, I do want to read John Calipari just weighed in on Julius Randle. He said, it looks as though Julius Randle will sign for $63 million with the Knicks. 
More than $20 million a season over the next three years. Excellent math, John. I can't wait to see how this all plays out. And then he goes, at Kevin Knox, the Calvary is coming. Um, I think Kevin Knox thought that it was the Calvary was going to be Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. No offense to Julius Randle. That's, that's like one mule coming over the hill as opposed to a bunch of horses. <laughs> I don't know that Julius is a mule, but I, I think they thought they were going to get some tanks. Okay, yeah, how about um, yeah, that's a, that's a good way. Maybe he's like one workhorse and <laughs> Irving and Durant would yeah. have been those tanks. Oh goodness. All right. Yeah, it's uh it, I, I don't think anybody's projecting the Knicks uh as uh, saved now that Julius Randle's coming to town. Without a doubt. All right, uh, let's take a quick break, uh, and we're going to keep Kyle because I want to talk to him about John Calipari being in Philly um, and hanging out with some, some fancy people. Uh, that's coming up next. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle, did you see who John Calipari was hanging out in Philadelphia with today? No, tell me more. LL Cool J and Ice Cube. He was at the... Filming a rap video for his his next recruiting trick? Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of wondering, maybe Brad Calipari's putting together some kind of announcement video to choose between uh, his his choices for his grad transfer, and he brought in LL Cool J. No, Kyle... Um, LL Cool J and Ice Cube. I don't know. If, I know Ice Cube runs it, and I don't. Maybe LL Cool J was just there to be a celebrity. But the Big Three tournament, tournament, tournament. You know that That's right? Coming to Lexington, right? This, I guess he's getting a getting a head start on that. Well, no, he was just in Philadelphia checking out some prospects. That's why he was in Philly. Cliff. Oh, Cal's out recruiting. I can't believe. It. Cliff um, Omarie, how do you say it? You, you know how to say his name, right? Omaruji, I think. Omaruji. Um, and Niles Lane, who are both four-star guys. Cliff's a center, and Niles is a shooting guard. So he was up in Philly checking those guys out, and I guess he just said, hey, wait, there's some celebrities around me? I better go take a picture with them. <laughs> and that's what he went and did. Yeah, Cliff, we saw, or I saw Cliff um, at the... Uh, the EYBL stop in Atlanta, and uh, he was a very impressive physical specimen. He looks like a dude who could body some people. Um, I know they're trying to – they're going to have a bunch of people to uh, to replace after this season, so while he may not be a five-star top 20 guy, I think he's a guy that's going to get a serious look from Kentucky for sure. Yeah, and obviously this is <clears throat> when – 2020 stuff really starts to heat up um so the, those names will be starting to pop uh, across the place and and this this and I'm, it's no no knock against either of those guys but you know we've talked about this for a while now kyle the fact that um they seem to be casting a little bit wider net earlier because it kind of seems like they might have gotten burned well even this most recent year where they've missed out on some recruits and don't necessarily no one really is considered a backup plan, and if you call somebody that, you get they get very upset, and I understand why. You want to be the top priority, but um, you don't want to catch yourself without relationships with, with guys. And it seems like UK is doing a better job of keeping tabs on more prospects in the different classes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be a thing you know, probably from here on out because we're hurtling towards uh, the year when um, guys can go straight from high school to the NBA. 
Um, and um, Kentucky's going to everybody's going to have to recruit a different way. But Kentucky and Duke and some of those schools in particular, um, and they've got to, they've kind of got to start early, like I said, because I think the expectation is a bunch of guys are going to leave after this season. I mean, you, you figure, you know, probably Ashton Hagen's, Nick Richards, EJ Montgomery are all pretty much one more year, and they're going to go somewhere else, regardless of what happens, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tyrese Maxey can probably go pro. There's probably a couple guys that can. Nate Sestina is a senior. Um, so you're going to have a bunch of guys to replace. And they, as it stands, I think they only have 10 guys on scholarship, so and you can have 13. Um, so they're, they're going to have to, <laughs> to cast a wider net this year, and I think that sets them up for the way they're going to have to recruit uh, going forward, and and it's going to be really interesting. By the way, when it's I think twenty twenty two is what's projected. That's going to be an interesting time because you wonder if some guys jump sooner than they should the year before, because that twenty twenty two draft is going to be kind of what's called a double draft because you're going to have um, not only all the guys that would normally be coming out, but also a wave of high school guys. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a ton of people in that draft. You wonder if the year before, if some guys who are marginal draft picks just go ahead and make the jump to not be in that crowded draft. So I think from here on out, Kentucky's going to have to recruit this way to offer way more guys way earlier than they have before. Two other quick notes in the NBA uh, with former Kentucky players. Reed Travis signed a summer league deal with the Atlanta Hawks, and Derek Willis, it was reported on Sunday evening, signed up to play with the Phoenix Suns. So... Two former Kentucky guys getting shots in the summer league. Obviously, Kyle, we both know that Reed Travis is going to put in the work and shooting's at a premium, so who knows if Derek Willis gets hot in summer league, maybe he can catch on in a camp and find his way onto maybe a G League roster and get a two-way contract. Yeah, so he, he spent one year in the G League and one year overseas, right? Is yeah, that... he played, I believe it was a, one of the a German basketball league last season. That worked out pretty well for a couple different Kentucky guys. Isaiah Briscoe went and played in Estonia and was really good over there and, and I think surprised a lot of people. He didn't sign a two-way deal. He got a straight-up NBA contract after that um, and played all year last year with the Magic. And uh, Darius Miller started out in the NBA and kind of fizzled, and he went and played two or three years, I think. It might have been in Germany there as well um, and did really well over there and came back and has stuck with the Pelicans again. So, um I think for all those guys, I mean, if Reed Travis is another guy, if it doesn't work out for him in the summer league, go play overseas. Go get real meaningful game action. Play at a high level. Yep. Prove yourself and get another shot. I mean, lots of guys are getting kind of second uh, lives after playing overseas in the NBA. Without a doubt. He is Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. You can hear him on Locked on Kentucky with an awesome host. Uh, that is Monday through Friday for 30 minutes. Just search Locked on Kentucky on your favorite podcast player. Kyle, let them know. Let everybody know where they can follow you along on Twitter. At Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H and online at The Athletic on the app or on our website. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, bud. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks so much for everybody for listening. Um, as we've been talking about for a while now, uh, follow us on all the social media platforms at Locked On UK on Twitter and Instagram. Through the end of this week, we have that special giveaway, the Hype Train giveaway on the IG. All you got to do is follow our IG account and you're entered to win. Boom. That easy, guys. 
So get on board. If you want to see what the prize is, check the Instagram account out. It's right there. Um, I think it's now the second picture down. It's a really cool prize. You know you want it, so go check it out. You can also follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. As I always mention, you can hear me live on the radio weeknight 6 to 8 p.m. on 630 WLAP with Dick Gabriel on the Big Blue Insider. The most um, important thing to do is to subscribe to this podcast. And then the biggest thing you can do for us, if you enjoy the podcast, is share this with somebody else who would enjoy. Just hit the share on your social media, shoot it in a text, or even just tell somebody in public. It's pretty simple. Just whatever podcast player you got, just search Locked On Kentucky. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Hey, Kyle, did you plug your phone in? Yes, my phone didn't die. I was, I was saying hello, hello, hello. I think, I think it's your fault, not mine. You're gonna pass the buck, really? When in doubt, blame Kurt Spurge. <laughs> it's always it's been always been my strategy for a couple of years now. Anyway, your phone is notoriously a troublemaker, so don't blame it me. It is true. I have terrible cell service in my house for some reason. My neighborhood stinks, and I never charge my phone. So all those things are possible. Anyway, so. 